Welcome to the Educational Renaissance Podcast, where we promote a rebirth of ancient wisdom for the modern era. We seek to inspire educators by fusing the best of modern research with the insights of the great philosophers of education. Join us in the great conversation and share with a friend or colleague to keep the Renaissance spreading. Training the Prophetic Voice is a series of articles I've written on educational renaissance. And here in part two, we talk about speaking truth to power. And we begin by looking at two images of Martin Luther King Jr. The first image sees him in his study. He's by himself, his pen and paper are in hand as he sits at his desk, thinking great thoughts, composing his ideas, connecting himself to his biblical heritage, the Western tradition of ideas. And this moment of preparation enables him then in the next image to speak to the thronging crowds at the National Mall there at the March on Washington. And it's in this moment that Reverend King delivers his I Have a Dream speech. And it's a speech that has a tremendous impact. It creates lots of new policies in the civil rights movement, and it has a decades-long impact on our society. Well, what, did, what happened in that moment? Well, Martin Luther King Jr. spoke truth to power. He himself had only the resources available to him as an individual, as a speaker. He didn't have a position or platform. Others that had that position or platform listened to him in that moment and were able to enact change that helped the United States become a better society. So what do we mean by speaking truth to power? Well, we could ask, well, what kind of truth are we talking about? It's not the propositional truth of one plus one equals two. It's not the kind of truth where I tell somebody my mailing address. Instead, the kind of truth we're talking about is moral truth. The kind of truth that makes an individual a good person, that helps a society become a good and just society. It's that kind of truth that we're talking about, that individuals speak that truth into the society to help raise that society to a better place. We live in a Western society. And it's the Western tradition that has promoted and protected the rights of the individual and has seen the autonomous individual as the source of power for generating a good and just society. What this means then is that the individual must be a well-trained individual, somebody who knows the difference between right and wrong, a person who can evaluate propositions to understand their truth value and their validity and to speak into that from a position of their own understanding of truth and goodness. Unfortunately, in our society, inundated as it is with social media, what we found is that there's this notion of ideological possession. And what does that mean? It means that the individual is 
has become a person that is possessed by other people's ideologies. It could be a political party. It could be a political pundit or a religious figure who puts ideas out there. And then the adherence to those ideas don't have to do the thinking. They don't have to do the hard work to articulate their viewpoint from a place of understanding and deep reflection or from a position of listening and carefully attending to alternative viewpoints. Instead, ideological possession is the kind of thing we see on social media where shots are fired across uh, from one camp to another. We see nobody listening to anybody else. They're entrenched in a position and these people are possessed by certain ideologies. Well, this speaks to our need to train students to speak with a prophetic voice. And what does this mean? This means, first of all, that boys and girls in our classrooms need to learn how to be good people. This takes us to Aristotle's understanding of rhetoric. He understood that rhetoric as the art of persuasion entailed first and foremost that the rhetorician, the speaker, become a good person. That that is the ethos of the rhetorician and the most compelling aspect of their persuasive power. So we in our classrooms should not be simply teaching content, helping our students understand true things. We should also be viewing them as whole persons capable of moral direction of understanding deep spiritual and moral aspects of life, and then calling them to the best expression of their humanity, even in our classrooms, even at the youngest ages. As we train them in this way, it gives them the best position possible to speak into our society as free individuals who are directed toward that which is good and true and just. We also want to teach them how to speak well, training them to be able to articulate their ideas, to go out into the marketplace of ideas, to be able to carefully listen so that they can curate other people's ideas from a standpoint of understanding and empathy, but also to challenge those ideas, to combat error where they find error and to call people to goodness, truth, and justice where they need to. Well, I hope you've appreciated this uh, thought on speaking truth to power. Here at Educational Renaissance, we are promoting a rebirth of ancient wisdom for the modern era. And we call you to that rebirth as well. Hopefully you found this video an encouragement in your own teaching. Uh, there are plenty of resources on our website where you can look at articles that will help you develop your craft of teaching. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again.